Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so I have Kurt Snyder on the line. He's founder over at Colby Prospect Generation. Kurt, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, man, so I'm excited to get into uh, into today's topic. So we're going to get into InsureTech and trends in InsureTech. And, uh, I mean, you've been in the business, you know, going on 16 years at least in terms of with Colby Prospect Generation. So I'm excited. You're, you're the guy I want to know about generating leads and what that looks like. Um, but before we get into, into InsureTech and trends, I want to go a little bit further into Colby Prospect Generation. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So, um we basically serve enterprise-level insurance carriers as well as the middleman uh, distribution partners, which are called insurance brokerages or agencies. And in all three of those um, uh, segments of our business, they are constantly and always looking for a prospect to purchase either their health insurance, Medicare insurance, final expense insurance, long-term care insurance. So, in general, it tends to be a, a little bit of an older cohort uh, seeking different life and health and Medicare um, protection of their assets. And we know how to find those people online, serve ads to them when they're looking, you know, on our site or other sites. We know how to generate phone calls from them as well. So uh, that's that's essentially how our business, um, you know, started five years ago. Um, it was a general uh, service, uh, all-service agency uh, prior to just doing um, – the pure performance-based uh, lead gen for big insurance carriers. No, I love it, and uh, and that's why I mean. So for that space, in my opinion, um, you're you're definitely a pioneer because uh, you've been doing it for a long time, and that's why I wanted you on the show to talk a little bit more about insure tech and trends. So first off, what made you? What kind of led you to go this insure tech route? Um, because I, I see the transition in business. Yeah, thanks, um, and I'd be happy to answer that. So we had uh, a very uh, sterling A-list clientele of uh, agencies, brokerages, and uh, carriers, as I said, and uh, I'm kind of old school, and I do a lot of uh, uh, boots on the ground traveling myself, even though I run and operate the company. So I was meeting with these owners and C-level executives and so forth, and I came to realize that a lot of them were very, very behind the times, a lot of legacy systems, a lot of... Uh, uh, old school direct mail, customer acquisition, distribution of leads out into the field, face-to-face sales reps and so forth. So they were really falling behind the times uh, insofar yeah. as what sort of younger you know, startup, uh, more tech-savvy uh, marketing companies were doing. Now, this also took place um, while at the same time I began going back and forth to India. Uh, and in going to India, I was able to formulate a, a fantastic, dedicated team who actually works 8 p.m. India time to 4 a.m. India time to serve our U.S. clients. And the insight that I had there in those many trips to India was, wow, all this tech, they all work at night. Um, so many of them are getting paid, uh, you know, almost slave wages in these big, you know, beautiful towers, white collar, but it's pretty much just sweatshops. And I thought to myself, you know what, I can come here and make these people a lot more money. And I know mm-hmm. that on my side here in the United States, we have clients that are very afraid of offshoring 
a lot of their tech and they don't have the latest and greatest tools and so forth. But with us, the U.S.-based company, they're knowing me and having faith and trust in me in putting together the resources with your needs. That, that's how it all came to be. Man, that may, it makes so much sense, and um, and it's not easy. I mean, you had to go, you had to do the work, and also you had the relationships, and I, I love it, though, because all these things kind of progress the industry forward. Um, what kind of trends are you noticing just in, in, in SureTech in general, and just in, uh, not just at MarTech, but just um, in, uh, in SureTech in general that you're seeing that are kind of moving the insurance industry forward? And the reason I ask that question is because I feel like, the insurance company or the insurance industry in general is just one of those things that have this stigma of being maybe a little bit behind on the technology side still and a um, lot of opportunity to move them forward. So that's why I ask you. No, and a great question, Barry. Uh, you're right on top of your uh, your trends. I think, you know, second only maybe to, you know, banks 10 years ago, the, the next thing you think of is an insurance company uh, or maybe real estate mortgages too when you think of a stack of paper and process. Mm-hmm. And these big campuses, I've been to all of them all over the country, you name it, I've probably been there, of endless seas of cubicles of people pushing paper and process Mm. and procedures and protocols, all of which, in theory, or most of which could be and should be automated. Uh, it is, it is uncanny to me how far behind I think InsureTech was as compared to FinTech. Uh, the big Wall Street banks, you know, the trading platforms, all things, those are well out ahead. But for whatever reason, and it doesn't really matter what type of insurance product we're talking mm-hmm. about, these, you know, behemoth companies, great brands, great names are so incredibly matrixed and, and, and fucking physical assets and, and certain mm-hmm. processes and legacy systems that they really risk uh, going away of dinosaurs because every day there is a new insure tech startup and they're well capitalized, the VCs, the angels, the PEs, they're all seeing it, that you can you can catch up to and clean the clocks, really, of some of these uh, uh, giants. So, so one of the big trends on the one side and not the marketing side is that mm-hmm. all this paper, all this process, all this data, um, all the billing, all the invoicing, all the trading of money back and forth and sloshing around is finally starting to be automated. I mean, for every one of those processes, for every 300 cubicles, you know, sitting in Hartford, Connecticut, you can probably reduce that down to 10 employees and some algorithms. And you're starting to see it, again, a little bit behind um, uh, FinTech, um, but catching up quickly. And we're trying to be right at that, that uh, kind of apex, if you will. Yeah, when I see it, to me, it's like, uh, it's just, I, I just smell opportunity for, for smart individuals like yourself who have been in the industry for a long time, know the industry, have the relationships, and also are willing to do the work. I just see, I just see so much opportunity there. Um, and it's exciting to me because ultimately, who wins? The clients win, the companies win, the employees win because they're not focused on maybe some of the more rudimentary tasks. Now they're doing something a little bit more high level that's engaging them more. I mean, there's more opportunity to move up. I mean, I just really see a lot of wins and the benefits of implementing, you know, technology in the insurance space. Yeah, no, you, you put it beautifully. Uh, there is so much inefficiency uh, to be carved out and to create you know, value for any stakeholder, like you say, whether it's the, the staff, the partners, the employees, um, the investors, um, the customer. There's just a lot of, uh, a lot of money, a lot of cost savings to be uh, translated into real value. 
so Kurt, um, uh, fine, um, I, first off, I can get once we start getting into insure tech. I mean, we can go on and on. I know there's a lot more I would like to ask you, but we're about out of time. Final two questions. So that being said, if somebody's listening to this, um, so part one, if somebody's listening to this and they want to learn more about Colby prospect generation or any of the other work that you're doing, um, what are the right types of clients that you like working with so that um, the right we know that the right people follow up with you after listening to this? Number one. And number two, what's the best way for them to follow up? Yeah, well, thank you. Um, and uh, part A, your uh, question is uh, uh, probably more mid-sized uh, enterprise level, you know, over $100 million, or maybe as low as $50 million in top-line sales is usually where there's some some budget or some wherewithal and some, some foresight to see how they really have to uh, create some uh, uh, cost efficiencies they may not have now. We don't serve these smaller uh, mom and pop agency, um, as much as we really do for this like corporate uh, level client. Uh, and then, uh, they can get a hold of us at uh, www.colbyinsuretech.com. That's C-O-L-B-Y-I-N-S-U-R-E-T-E-C-H.com. And, uh, all our contact information, uh, is found there. Fantastic. Well, Kurt, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing more about what you're doing over at Colby Prospect Generation and, uh, and the work you're doing also in InsureTech. I mean, great stuff there. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store. If, and if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, uh, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the video. I mean, love to hear what kind of things you're working on and what kind of projects you have going. I mean, love to keep the conversation going over in our YouTube community. And uh, Kurt, thanks again for coming on the show.